0: Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful, and it is the post-impact wrestling post-show. I got to find a better way to say post-impact wrestling post-show. This is just the post-impact wrestling show. That's I, I'm just using the word post too much. That's just what I'm doing. But either way, it's June the 16th. It's time to talk about impact wrestling. I'm excited. I feel so much better than I did last week. I've got my, my ride-or-die talk-about friend, Cresta Star, Cresta, first of all, how are you?
1: I'm fantastic. You can't tell because the Botox got me, so everything is just frozen in time. But I'm giving you a wrestling fantasy tonight. How are you feeling? I'm glad you're feeling better.
0: Yeah, so uh, for those who watched us last week, I may have been wiping my brow a little bit more. I may have been... Um, kind of tripping over myself a little bit more. I was a little, uh, having some things, uh, having some lost moments. And it was actually because I apparently came down with a fever in the middle of the show. And then I took a uh, special test where they stick swabs in your nose. If people know what I'm saying, I can't, I'm not going to say the word on the air because then the, the, all the all-knowing algorithm starts (coughs) tossing things in, but yes, I, I did have a, uh. A, a positive test for that thing that goes around and has been for a couple of years. I'm fine. Thanks to those who checked in, uh, myself and and my partner, we had it. My, my child, my baby did not get it, which is fantastic. It makes me happy. Very happy to hear that. Uh, and to experience that, but yeah, feeling better, uh, less, less of those symptoms. Now it's just normal everyday me. And I'm scared that you're wearing a mask because you think I'm going to give it to you.
1: Now I'm just giving you the lucha fantasy 619, baby. What up?
0: (laughs) When I saw, when I went on to to do this, like to to start the show and I saw the, the, the lips on it first, I thought you had cut a hole in it. like for a quick second. I thought you cut a hole in the mask and I was like, that's not how that works. And then I quickly realized that's not it.
1: So I got this mask at the beginning of the Pico de Gallo and, um, People were looking at me like, that's not how masks work. Until they saw me talking, they were like, you're a clown. (laughs) (laughs) All you're missing is the red nose, because you already got the rainbow hair. You're a clown.
0: come and clown around with us folks leave us a thumbs up here if you're watching on youtube or maybe you're watching us on facebook welcome you can join our facebook group there is yes a Fightful facebook group there is yes youtube.com slash fightful if you're in the audio realm how about this if you are someone who listens after the fact first of all welcome hello how you doing i hope you like our voices second of all if you enjoy it leave us a five-star review because you know what that does it gets our voices a little bit closer to your other wrestling fan friends or new friends that you want to make so I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about Impact Wrestling. Ricardo the Mark kicks us off with a super chat, and he says, "Back from my vacay in San Clemente, California. I'm glad I made it home in time for Impact and for the post show. Love hashtag #TeamJoeStar. Is that?
1: I love that.
0: I love that, that.
1: Is that? Are we? That, are we about to go on a bizarre adventure? Or 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 or, or. that could be us. Joe Star. That's us. That is us.
0: Why? Like why, why not Pearl Star?
1: I like that. That's giving me Sailor Moon, which I'm also into. I'm also into that.
0: Chat. I'm willing to hear it out. Is it Joe Star? Is it Pearl Star? I'm. Listen. If everyone else has a tag team name in this fightful world, I would love to be a part of one too. And Same. if you're, you know, if you're there, we want to hear this. So there you go. Let's talk a little bit about impact. Well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna no, I'm gonna tease him even more because if you want to do the super chat thing that that our friend Ricardo just did, thank you by the way. You can go ahead and you can use that dollar sign on YouTube.com slash fightful and type in any amount and any uh, denomination of money that you want to donate. I'll get your question or statement read on the air. Or if you really feel involved, you can go over to Humperchats.com. Crash to tell them about Humperchats.com.
1: You can do the same thing that you would do on YouTube. You would donate your donations. That's not a good sentence, but we're going to go with it. And you would get those chats read on air, and it goes to us. It's a little bit more goes to us, and it keeps the money flowing in. This way, we can keep continue giving you this awesome post-impact show
0: with That's Joe cool Star, Pearl Star. And if you want more <laughs> impact wrestling, because Slammiversary is this Sunday on pay-per-view, we're going to have a post-show And it's going to be hosted by Denise Salcedo, the one and only. And Steven Jensen, of course, is going to be there. And if you want more Denise Salcedo, how about this? On Saturday night, after Triple Mania, or as she pronounces it, Triple Mania, the Triple A show, she's going to be here on Fightful doing a post-show. That's Saturday night with Carlos Toro. They're going to be tag-teaming that show on Saturday. And if you just want to hear Kate and Sean on Friday, they're going to be talking about SmackDown and Rampage.
1: Period. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I felt
0: <that> <laughs> Sean's at Bucky's tonight He's just he's going and Buying smoked meat sandwiches or something I, I don't know what do you buy at a Bucky's Have you ever been to I've never been to a Bucky's Have I you? don't
1: even know what that is <laughs> really?
0: So I know what it is because I've seen travel videos I'm a Canadian by the way for those mm. who don't know So I but I've done a lot of US touring uh, Long story short I, I've never Been to a Bucky's but I've seen a lot of Bucky's uh, and, and it's like it's this massive Gas station slash Store that has everything
1: that sounds like a Wawa, but like bigger, because with, much bigger. I'm in New York city. So there's no way we have anything like that. And the further upstate you go, like at best, at best, you get a Walmart Wally world, if you will.
0: <laughs> a Wally world. I love it. All right. I think we should probably talk about impact. Shouldn't we?
1: Yes, God. It was a good show tonight.
0: It was a really good show. It was the go home to slam anniversary. on a scale of one to 10 knowing what you know and and the shows that we've talked about and tonight's show uh how are you feeling about Slamiversary? are you excited what do you got one to ten
1: i'm at a 10 for excitement okay yeah i think last time we spoke i was worried about the time and the length but when they ran down the card tonight i'm like mm, okay i can see these all getting a solid 10 minutes and it's not gonna be like a slow first, stir, your build-up, and then you it's gonna be like what up, what up, what up, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm excited about that. <clears throat> My apologies. I enjoy the idea of the Queen of the Mountain. I cannot wait for that reverse battle royale. There's so many good things. I cannot wait to see who the impact originals get. I am so excited! I am excited, 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 excited. I want to know how you feel about anniversary.
0: I am sitting probably about, I'd say about an eight and a half to a nine out of 10. Um, Something tonight kind of brought it down a little bit, and we'll talk about it during the show. Uh, Some people already saw me tweet about it, but it is what it is. I'm still excited for the show itself. How about this? How about uh, after we talk about today's show, how about we go down the card for Slammiversary, give a couple of predictions, see what the uh, the chat's saying, and, and we'll go from there. How about that?
1: I love that. We love a little interaction. And I do love to fantasy book, even though I pretend i Miss Cleo and my third eye is always blocked. So <laughs> I always get them wrong, but I like to pretend like I know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> hey, one, one time you get it right and all of a sudden the floodgates open. That's how it goes. Period. <laughs> now, the question on everyone's mind, we ask it every week, Cresta, did you watch BTI?
1: Oh, wow. My fish are on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: match this week was blake christian and laredo kid they had a really really strong lucha style match it's hard hitting go watch it it's a good episode of bti they ran down slammiversary but more than anything the blake christian laredo kid match just a good watch Uh, i I always want to shout it out in case they had a good match someone did and in this case they did uh impact intro this week was back to 2010 so uh for anyone who was looking for whatever the hell that intro was yes 2010 back when Hulk Hogan and the Monday night TNA wars was going on. I don't know why that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Let's get into the action from tonight's show. The actual good stuff. We open up Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans taking on Jordan Grace, Mia Yim. Uh, Really good tag match. I really enjoyed this opening match. Second week in a row, uh, maybe even the third, that the knockouts open up Impact with a strong match. Uh, I also enjoyed the side screen in the middle of the match with Deanna and Chelsea, watching the match. And by the way, they're not watching it like, like this, you know, where the TV is at the side. You, you all know, you know. They were watching it head on. The TV's there. They're watching it. They look good. Uh, and we'll talk about what happens after the match. But uh, what did you think of the match? What were your thoughts?
1: I think that there's a lot of people who sometimes nay say Tasha Steeles as a champion. And I think tonight, she showed up I liked the fact I liked and I didn't like that she was getting worked a lot of the match but was still able to win in the two-on-one situation and there were a lot of great spots the miscommunication with Grace and Yim aside I thought Tasha steals tonight and even Savannah Evans I have to give her credit as well every week I see her in the ring and she's getting better and better so I really got to give kudos to Tasha she was getting beat up (laughs) like I know cap she was getting beat up but she was able to win whether it was a handful of tights or a roll-up no matter how you call it she still won two or one and it still gives that idea that listen don't count me out just because there's all these strong girls in here I'm just as fast and I'm just as good that's why I'm the champion now I loved it I thought it was great
0: so I don't know about you but I came into this match thinking Tasha Steeles was going to get pinned (sighs) by either Jordan Grace or Mia Yim, most likely Mia Yim, and they're going to do a whole like, oh, if she does this again on Sunday, it's Queen of the Mountains. So the rules are different. It's not a, a pinfall wins you the match but the idea being the whole momentum thing that, say, WWE would do. Uh, I'm glad they didn't do this. I love that Tasha Steeles gets a pinfall win. She looks good, like you said, even in a two-on-one deficit. Uh, And Savannah Evans also shined in this match. She's not part of Queen of the Mountain, but at least she's getting the reps in with the top of the knockouts division.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: Uh, Yeah, one thing, I got a spot like this. Tasha booted mia yim's head with like an assisted cannonball it was an accident but it just looked mm-hmm. gnarly towards the beginning of the match uh it looked like everyone was fine and it was okay and jordan grace by the way how fluid is she i want to i just want to spotlight this she does a double knee to the back of tasha Steele's neck and then goes right into a basement elbow drop and then immediately uh-huh. follows up with a vader bomb and floats over into a crossface that little sequence alone would probably blow up most of us And I thought that was so fluid and so good. Jordan Grace again. I know you love her. She is so good.
1: She is amazing. And like you said, the fluidity from that move to that move. Okay. You're going to get out of the pin. Okay. Now I got you on a cross face. She is so good. So good. I, I want the best of her. And if I was a wrestler and they said, you have to fight Jordan Grace, I quit. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: (laughs) You got to take the opportunity just in case you can get the roll-up victory in, you know, just just in case. The roll-ups are there.
1: I got to get beat up for 20 minutes. Uh, How much are you paying?
0: (laughs) This whole night was full of roll-ups. We'll talk about that in a second. We go backstage. Gia Miller asks Deanna and Chelsea after the match, are you in cahoots? Which, by the way, if you're going to use the word cahoots, now's the time. Deanna says, absolutely not. And then Chelsea's like, well, maybe. And then Gia is the pot. Both women walk away. They're like, there could only be one Queen of the Mountain, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. Maybe the story of Queen of the Mountain will be Dion and Chelsea teaming up against everyone else until they have some sort of breakdown. What do you think?
1: That's classic multi-man-woman matches. Hey, we'll team up for now and we'll get them. Until things get dicey or you get close to the championship or you get a pin that, hey, what are you doing? I like the idea that Deanna Parrazzo is like, I don't need help, beat it. And Chelsea Green is like, are you sure you don't need help? Because you're going to need help, and then I'm going to help you. And right when you think that I'm your friend, gotcha. And I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot (laughs) wait for that. (laughs) I know it's coming, but I can't wait.
0: Ricardo with the super chat says, "Hashtag Joestar is a JoJo's reference. Keep it. You're welcome. Well, thank it you. It is. I'll take it, is. it. I don't. I don't know these things. I don't. I don't get these references. Now I got to look them up afterwards. That's what I'm gonna do.
1: Have you never seen a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure?
0: I can't think of a lot. No, I can't. I don't think I have. I'm gonna tell you. St- I'm gonna tell you this. I'm. <laughs> I am the youngest child, and there is. There are five years between my sister and I, there are 10 years between my older brother and I. I grew up watching a lot of their shows, and I didn't grow up in like the SpongeBob era or like the like <laughs> I grew up in a weird era of TV. So like sometimes when I'm watching Sean talk about like old Nickelodeon shows or like just shows that ah, nope, I don't get it. I I don't know. I'm I'm weird like that. I had I just have old. TV references. I'm closer to RJ City than I am anyone else.
1: I will say this: if you like anime, if you like flexing anime with everything is a meme, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is for you. It's it is a funny anime. If you like anime, it's um it's bromantical.
0: It's anime. It's That's why.
1: <laughs> Do you not watch anime?
0: I okay here 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 we go I'm gonna tell you all
1: oh am I exposing you in 4k
0: (laughs) no I was I was never so here's I like I'm not honestly now I'm not I'm not an anime watcher Uh, I'm not but when I was a kid I watched the hell out of some sailor moon I loved it when I was a kid so there you go oh and astro boy loved astro boy when I was a kid
1: that's a throwback that's lady
0: lady I'm old as that? Jimmy Van today asked me if I was 25, and I said, oh, you. (laughs) And then moved on.
1: Period. Joel is 25. I'm perpetuating this (laughs) lie.
0: Let him have it. All right. Backstage, Aces and Eights, West Briscoe, and Garrett Bischoff. Do you remember Garrett Bischoff, Cresta?
1: When they at first said Bischoff, I was expecting to see Eric. (laughs) And then when he came out, I was like, what iteration of Aces and Eights do I remember? I remember Bully Ray Bamboozling, Hulk Hogan. I remember that, and I remember D'Lo Brown. When did this happen? So I couldn't pull him out. I'm like, but you know what? You guys look tough, and if you're part of Aces and Eights, and I remember how they were giving it up back in the day, you could definitely beat Honor no more.
0: Spoiler alert: <laughs> that did not happen. So Garrett Bischoff was never like the mm. ring general of Aces mm. and Eights. He was never really the ring anything other than maybe the ring boy. But <laughs> West Briscoe is is Gerald Briscoe's son. There's mm. a there is a pedigree there. West Briscoe is still a wrestler. Uh, he doesn't wrestle I, beyond the independents, but I don't want to be totally wrong with that either way uh briscoe and and garrett bischoff are backstage talking about their time and impact the parties with aces and eights and their dominance and then Wes talks about his match with kurt angle in the cage and then of course as expected honor no more comes out it's vincent kenny king matt taven mike bennett and vincent says you're looking at the real deal now and immediately i'm like "Ah, i know who's coming (laughs) you didn't even have to think about it and then of course. Kenny King references Garrett's dad, who is Eric Bischoff, like you mentioned. And then they do a pull-apart brawl. There's a Lance Storm sighting. Hi, Lance. How you doing? And then, of course, D'Lo Brown shows up. And then they're like, hey, D'Lo, you used to be cool. And D'Lo's like, well, I was never cool. And then he (laughs) says, the thing about being the guy in the office is that I can go to the office and ask Scott DeMore to make a tag match. And so he does. And what did you think of that segment?
1: At first, I was like... D'Lo was like listen at the end of the day i was with it but things have changed around it things are a lot different i'm like i understand that like from a human to a human sometimes you could you you could be a hoodlum but you can't be a hoodlum at 40 you can't be a hoodlum at 50. that's a, that's ridiculous <laughs> you grow up so i got that sentiment like guys i can't just do that but they were like but for these guys i understand but these guys I and mean, when he was like shh. I'm gonna go in that office because I know Scott DeMoto don't like these guys either. I was like, yes, d I liked it. I liked it. I was like, you probably gonna get beat up later, but I liked it. I liked it.
0: <laughs> it was it was a good little nostalgia play and then the match later on we'll talk about and I, I enjoyed it. I'll tell you now, spoiler alert. It was fun for what it was and we'll talk about it in mm. a sec. But yeah, the segment itself, harmless and it's a good way to get the Honor No More versus the Impact Originals uh, match a little bit more fire. So I was a big fan of that. Now, let's move on. Mike Bailey and Trey Miguel have a a, there's the look on your face you have it you're excited you loved it first of all I gotta say this going into the match I was like oh Trey Miguel didn't get an entrance and I'm like but it's also like Mike Bailey's gotta win this he's undefeated he's been pushed to the moon Trey's kind of like there compared to Mike Bailey buddy I was wrong let's talk about this match first of all it's the first time these two have met in singles competition so that's pretty neat and bailey just he just kicks the ever-letting shit out of trey miguel for a solid five minutes overall though tell me what you thought of the match we know who wins and it ain't mike bailey so talk to me i know you have thoughts
1: i have no notes because I was looking at the match like this the whole time, like a cat chasing a laser ball. From the moment they came out, at first, like you said, too, I was worried, like, they didn't give Trey Miguel an entrance. I'm like, oh, God, not this. But I'm also thinking, too, from other promotions that have you trained to think, well, what are you going to do now? Like, especially WWE, you booked yourself into a corner. This man has never lost, but you've been pushing Trey as sympathetic, as really trying to put the exhibition on the map. And I was like, how are you guys going to get out of this? There's no one who's going to cheat. So the match itself was good. And the whole time I was like, I don't care who wins. You know who's won? The fans. And when Trey <laughs> pinned Speedball, I said, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but it wasn't like I was mad about it. It was like, this was such a good match. Like yeah. you said, Speedball was kicking the crap out of him. But Trey was matching. When Trey got fast, Speedball got fast. It was such a good match definitely in my top five for the year so far that was a really good match it was a really good match and i think both of these men showcase and to be mike daly's first loss yes it was such a good match such a good match
0: to me (laughs) i will say this so first of all trey miguel has that front-facing dragon sleeper that he continues to do and it looks great big fan the second row moonsault from Speedball still looks good. It's always nuts because he does it from the inside of the ring to the floor. Uh-huh. Always looks good. And Trey Miguel always hits that middle rope kind of dead air flip. And again, always looks good. Now, one thing I really liked and how we got this to make sense with Mike Bailey getting the first singles loss and impact for himself is that Trey Miguel catches Mike Bailey's kick and rolls him through to a cradle to get the win. It wasn't like a random Mm -hmm. you know trey like got him with a meteor out of nowhere blah 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 no it was a it was an as even a pin as it could have been it looked like both shoulders could have been on the mat and i really enjoyed that they kept both men safe by giving trey the win so i gotta ask you
1: i'm sorry sorry, sorry.
0: no 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 sorry i I stopped for a second (laughs) um give me your thoughts and then i'll ask you my question i
1: was gonna say overall though i agree with what you said like it could have been any man's match and like i said I think we, the fans, won because when matches like that happen, like FTR versus the Briscoes, for another example, almost anything AJ Styles does, it's like we win because we get to see these men at their highest doing, in my opinion, some of the best professional wrestling and I think that when you said like, he caught his leg, it's like, yeah, you're right. It was like a that slight miscalculation because Trey could have did the same thing too and speedball would have cap- capitalized. It was a really good match, really good match.
0: So my question to you is, going into Slammiversary, do you feel a little bit more uh, like maybe Trey Miguel could win it? Because maybe we weren't feeling that way um, last week, as early as last week. Did this win for Trey Miguel kind of even things out a little bit more for you?
1: I'm gonna say no because if I'm not mistaken, Ace Austin is in there and he just joined the Bullet Club, so he finna cheat. (laughs) He finna cheat. He finna
0: cheat. Hey, when we get to our predictions, I'm excited to hear what you have to say, but I think I know. But uh, yeah, good match, really worth going out of your way to watch. Bailey and uh, and Trey put on a really great X Division match. That's what they do. And then uh, Masha Slamovich versus Alicia happened. And Masha won with a snowplow. And then Giselle Shaw stared down Masha Slamovich. Anything Dad?
1: When that match came on, I just wrote underneath LOL. (laughs) Kudos to you, Lish. Kudos to you. You're so brave. When Masha came on, I was like, no, God. No it's not funny but i was sports entertained i i never want. that's another person i said okay you gotta fight masha slamovich i quit thank you for the
0: opportunity (laughs) exactly oh yeah it it just came and went as expected as it was and i think really the angle coming out of it is just that masha slamovich is going to keep winning matches and the next person she's going to beat is giselle shaw again and eventually masha's going to have to take on someone that's going to take her to a limit who that is though I have no idea is there anyone in the knockouts division that stands out to you as a big compet a big competitor for Masha Slamovich
1: bias Jordan Grace
0: okay I agree
1: Jordan Grace I think is someone I want to even say depending on the match Rosemary Taya Valkyrie too but I think like I don't know who out of those girls, like like that would be a good match, no matter who it is. And when I say it depends on the match, because I think if it's like a hardcore match, as squeamish as I am, I would love to see Rosemary and Masha in that kind of match. It's going to be me the whole time to put my hands through my glasses. like. <laughs> 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 but that would be a really good match. And yep. oof, I mean, I don't know what Tasha Stills is going to do. if Masha was like, I don't know what you going
0: to do, sis. Oh, I would love to see those two, but I don't want to see it for right the now. Knockouts Championship yet. Because I just, both women are on like these different trajectories of mm-hmm. dominance. And I I feel like if you put them both in the ring right now, the story is just too, it, it, no one's going to be happy with the results. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Eventually, we'll that. yes. That. Not yeah,
0: right oh. now. It's undeniable. They got to do it, or at least whoever the, the knockout champion is, Masha Slamovich has to face mm-hmm. that person and continue to look dominant while the champion is still a threat. Who that is, uh, it cannot be Tasha Steeles right now.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
0: So we'll see. Maybe Chad has an idea. Maybe you got something for us. Uh, you mentioned Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary. They're backstage. Ty is excited to team with Rosemary. Rosemary's like, I don't trust you. Why should I trust you? <laughs> And then they have a moment, and then Ty is like, hey, can I wear my earmuffs again? And then Rosemary flicks her and walks off. Uh, they're going to challenge for the Knockouts Tag Titles versus the influence at Slam-iversary. Uh, I'm looking forward to the match. How are you feeling about that?
1: What's going to happen when Havoc comes back? That's what That's I
0: want Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that last week, and it's a big question. Uh, and will Taya Valkyrie walk out with both the Reina Arena's Championship and her newly won MLW Featherweight Championship. I guess we're going to have to find out there, too.
1: She's a collect collector.
0: <laughs> she, she was on two shows tonight. She on overtime? MLW and Impact. There you go. Give her all the money. All right. Beyblade, a.k.a. Josh. Sorry, not Josh. Uh, wow. Bullet Clubs, Chris Bay, and Jay White. Because I wrote down Beyblade because I'm an <laughs> idiot. Well, I'm not. I know what I'm talking about. Switchblade. Switch Chris Bay, y'all get it? It's a joke. It's I,
1: a love joke. It. Babelet, Babelet. I love it, Beyblade. I love it. Beyblade takes em... on the
0: Briscoes. and uh, this week, for those who don't know, Jay White goes into Dominion, wins the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship in Japan, and then appears on Dynamite last night, which was Wednesday. Impact tonight, which was Thursday. <laughs> yes, it's pre-tape, but we're talking about the airing. I want the Man to Show up in Mexico on Saturday. While we're at it, just have him have Jay White everywhere. Make it Jay White week here. That's what I want. But Jay White and Chris Bay are teaming up to take on the Briscoes. Doc uh, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson are on commentary again. And I ask, please give me the jackets. If you know where to get the jackets, can you guys please get me one of those jackets? They look really good. And boy, howdy, Cresta. That Briscoes double team special gets me every damn time. This match was really good, but also the good brothers commentary over the entire match completely took me away from the match took me out completely what did you think give me your thoughts and then we'll talk about everything else
1: so at first i was a little confused i was like is this for the championship and then it was i was like "How is was it for the championship or wasn't it?
0: non-title non-title they they said okay. non-title at the beginning in the announcements
1: that makes a lot more sense so then my notes all wrong i was like is it for the championships if that's the case what's happening at slam anniversary So whatever I have written down besides <laughs> Christopher Beethoven is out here to eat the pins. <laughs> <Beethoven>. <laughs> that is the name, Christopher Beethoven, the maestro of finesse.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I should be <sighs> his talker. Let me be his manager. Anyway, um, I thought the match was good. I think the good blood is commentary. It didn't take me out of it, but cause to me, it's like, I know what you guys are about. You're big jabroni hours. You got poor Todd, Tom, well, Felton Phillips. You got that man's name wrong. Formerly known as Mr. Phillips, now Mr. It was funny to me because it's like at the end of the day, I was out here thinking, okay, the Bullet Club is going to win, but then how is that going to work? Are you going to pin the champions? And then the Bullet Club tried to interfere, but didn't really interfere. And then Chris Bay got rolled up. I was like, oh. I feel like that's the second time I've seen him eat a pin.
0: I mean, look at everyone else he's surrounded by. He's the only guy. If you would put it as Chris Bay and Hicaleo as the team, then Hicaleo probably would hit, eat the pin. But yeah. yeah, Mark Mark did roll up Chris Bay because it was roll up night on Impact, it and was. Uh, yeah, Mark went for a frog splash, bailed, and then got the the roll up after a little bit of commotion. But like again, just while Chris Bay and Jay White are a solid tag team, they're not a regular tag team. So the Briscoes are like so smooth when they work together because not only are they brothers, but they, that's all they do is tag. I'm They've had ROH runs as singles, but like they are a tag team. Let's face it.
1: Uh-huh. Well, oiled machine, a good tag team. And I just worry that even though Chris Bay just got here, I don't want them to give the Chris Bay, the old AJ Finn Balor. <laughs> Like the Bullet Club is good for that. We do we do not they just did it to tam-a-tang-a. Yep. So yep. And you, you, you got maybe one more violent by design is rough, but Bullet Club is rougher. They'll, they'll so, kick you out in a second. In a heart and jump you in front of your family. So they That's don't right. care.
0: Now the one thing with Chris Bay is that so you got Chris Bay and you got Ace Austin. You've got Jay White who I believe for all intents and purposes is done with impact for the time being. This was like his last appearance. He's not scheduled to do anything with impact for the foreseeable future. Sure. You've got Gallows and Anderson who are, um, maybe done with impact after slammiversary. This could be it for them. They're kind of heavily hinting towards it. They're spending a lot of time in Japan with new Japan pro wrestling. Maybe there's an AEW plan for them. Who knows? Uh, but we don't know the fact that Chris Bay, is one of the last people standing with Ace Austin as Impact's version of Bullet Club. That might be okay for for Chris Bay. That might be a good place for him to be. That,
1: that's a good idea. Not an idea, but that's a good lot. I see where you're I'm picking up what you're putting down. That's what I'm trying to say. I understand completely what you're saying. Because if, if they all do end, then you're not going to really have a Bullet Club besides these two. And these two can do the recruiting until there's another Bullet Club infusion. And then it's like, well, what the hell have you been doing? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? And that's when the big um, storyline shakeup can happen. Absolutely. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. So we'll move on to talking about uh, the, the return of the reverse battle royal. Now, I don't know, Cresta, if you saw the original reverse battle royal in TNA wrestling. Did you ever see it?
1: I am not and I am ready to be sports entertained. I was peeking at the chat and someone said reverse battle royals are always horrible. And I'm like, so what? It's impact. I'm ready. <laughs> so what? So what? They even
0: they even leaned into it. They were like, not all of our ideas were good, but we're bringing back this one. Ah! And I was like, you know what? Kudos. At least you stood by it. So they're bringing back the the reverse bottle royal. Go back. They've released a a whole thing about what it is and how it works. Raj Singh and Mahbali Shira are in the back, and they cut a promo saying that there's a thirty three and a third chance. That sure is gonna win. Now, I don't know if your, I don't know if, if your freak flag went up at that moment, Cresta. I don't know if your if your freaks and your peaks went up, but at that moment, that radar of mine, my freaks and peaks radar went off the charts.
1: My response to you is that they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Kurt Angle, you can see that statement is not
0: true. <laughs> chat, chat. If you think. That Scott Steiner is going to be a part of the reverse <laughs> of battle royal. Holler if you hear me. Please give it to me. I'm excited if that's going to be a thing. I think because usually when they when they call out like that, it plays out, and I'm I'm excited to see if they're just talking or if they're gonna if they're gonna give us some Scotty Steiner, and then they give me something even better and something you even loved, and that's the swing Man. <laughs> Swingman took last week off, so we didn't get to talk about him. But this week, we get to talk all about him because he winds up showing up with Zicky Dice. And he says, Zicky Dice says, no one finishes faster than the Swingman. And Swingman's like, yeah, absolutely, Daddy. I'm the man. I'm going to win the reverse battle royal, Jack. And then Sing reminds them that they've misinterpreted the rules of the battle royal and that they should probably uh, run back to the dungeon and watch the tape. <laughs>
1: We should run to the back door and watch the tapes in the dungeon. (laughs) That's what I audibly was like. You are a cloud, and damn it, Joel, because I know you got me, (laughs) gal. I need to stop laughing because I really laughed for like a good five minutes. He was like, "That's not how it works. You, you don't. You know what? I'm gonna just let you figure it out when you get there." (laughs) He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go back to the dungeon." And Zicky Dice, It's like. The swing man is your horny uncle and Zicky Dice is that cousin who is McLovin, the cousin who thinks that horny uncle is the coolest uncle, the yes. coolest uncle. And I live, this is so dumb. I see what you see now. I see what you see. It's funny. It's so bad. It's good. I'm sports entertained. You got me gal.
0: <laughs> and this is what I talk about when I mention Impact's way of, of putting everything against the wall and having a little something for everyone you're Mm. not everyone's gonna love zicky dice or or swingman i'm sure someone in the comments is gonna be like swingman's not for me and zicky dice is stupid sure cool i get it you know maybe that's because you want a little more serious stuff in your wrestling or you just don't like swingman's gimmick or whatever it is i see him in a stupid cart being toted around like it's wrestlemania 3 and he's got his lackey who is standing by him and just putting up with everything and it's perfect. Not just putting up with, but like enhancing everything. Swingman can do no it. wrong. Yes.
1: Living for it too. Like, this is my uncle. I put Swingman, Zicky Dice in the same box. I put Art Truth, Confuse Uncles. <laughs> oh,
0: perfect. Oh my God. I love it. And, and Swingman's been around for so long. Like, this is a comedic role. No one's expecting Swingman to go for a championship that isn't, you know, the. Digital media championship. Who but what knows?
1: What if he did?
0: Oh, what if he did? Josh Alexander Swingman would put it on, Daddy.
1: <laughs> what if he won?
0: <laughs> Buddy, let me tell you.
1: Y'all Johnny, can't see, but I'm laughing.
0: Johnny Swinger, impact world champion. That's something I want to live by. That's a world I want to live in. And that is a call I want to make myself. That's what I want.
1: Hello, Scott (laughs) DeMore.
0: Yes. Scott DeMore, if you're watching, Swingman's your guy. Always has been. Always will be. Well, we'll talk about another guy, former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion and former TNA Champion, Brutus Magnus, aka Nick Aldis. He's going to return at Slammiversary and he's going to join Teen Impact, which basically ruined my entire. America's Most Wanted Return and Cresta. I'm upset.
1: Surprise. <laughs> it's not my mouth.
0: <laughs> Buddy, that's not who I would have picked. But when we found out that Mickey James, who is, of course, Nick's wife, uh, was going to be a part of the Queen of the Mountain match as a special guest enforcer, I shouldn't be too shocked that uh, the both of them are going to be on the card, getting a payday, doing their thing. Aldis is still a very capable wrestler. I get it. Chris Harris is, um, mm-hmm. he's not an active competitor. So what he could have done in the match is kind of in question. It would have, you know, he would have been good for brawling, but not much else. So Nick Aldis returns. Now they have one last person that they're going to call on for Team Impact. We don't know who it is. You and I will speculate on that when we talk about the uh, the card for Slammiversary. Anything to add other than what I've said to Nick Aldis joining Team Impact?
1: I liked that idea, and I also was thinking um, it could still be Mr. Sorry About Your Damn Luck. Just just him, though, not the both of them. I would, I would, no, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that when we're like, who do we think it could be at the end for the Semeracy? Because there's two people that I'm thinking of, because I, I had a conversation with my little brother, and yes, we'll talk about that.
0: Yes, we will. And by the way, stick around. We're going to talk about reversal, We're going to run down the card, give you some predictions. And if you're here, leave us a thumbs up. It helps us get into your friend's ears talking about this whole Impact Wrestling thing here on our Impact post show on Fightful.com. Welcome, by the way. Donate a Super Chat. Get your question statement right on the air. Or do the same thing at Humper Chats. Humperchats.com. Get your support in for us. And get your question or statement right on the air. Why not? And if you really want the news, if you want every bit of the scoop, if you want reckless speculation cresta if you want to talk about sasha banks where's she going where's she not going is she gone is she staying is she go whatever it is earlier tonight on fightful select for five bucks five bucks a month sean ross Stapp was talking about reckless speculation with sasha banks mm, and what are we going to do with her and there's also all the scoops all the news the randy orton stuff every every news thing that you read it's probably coming from Feifel Select, so get ahead of the curve. Five bucks, get in on it. Let's continue talking about the impact wrestling. Are you ready?
1: That was really good. That was really good. I gotta, I gotta give you your kudos. That was really good. Yes, Thank I'm you. ready.
0: All right, on and no more. Take on the aces and eights. This was a fun <sighs> ass match. Vincent Kenny King took on. Garrett Bischoff and West Briscoe. Sorry, I had to catch my breath for a second. Uh they had D Brown in the corner, Aces and Eights did. And of course, Edward Edwards was in the corner of Honor No More. Uh again, Bischoff was never known as a great wrestler, but Kenny King gave him enough of the basics to make it look good. The match was just a barroom brawl, nothing crazy, lots of nostalgia, a very simple match. And Vincent gets the win, defeats West Briscoe with the Orange Sunshine, as some people may know it. The acid drop for our ECW fans out there, our Spike Dudley fans. Uh, what do you think of the match? What, uh, what do you think coming into it, coming out of it?
1: I was surprised at first that this wasn't the main event. And I was like, what the hell is the main event? Totally forgot they were doing the contract signing. But I also was like, I would feel like this being your main event of Slammiversary, you would have already signed the contracts contract. For this. I feel like that's a little late. <clears throat> But I digress. The match itself was fine. Um, I wasn't sure. I Let me not say that I completely liked it. I did see, like you said, maybe it's because um, Mr. Briscoe wasn't known or Mr. Bischoff wasn't known as being the guy in the ring. But it did seem a little, not disjointed, but the match itself was good. I think Kenny King is a star no matter what he does. I just wasn't expecting Aces and Eights to lose. Because they're really? aces and eights, I, I again, I am thinking Honor No More is gonna get whooped yes. at Slammiversary. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm like, okay, you got all these people coming back, aces and eights. Of course, aces and eights. The same guys that Bamboozle management. The same guys that bamboozled bo- Bogan. These guys are like, honestly, I, I would, I assumed, and when they pinned them in that moment, I was like, Honor No More might win at Slammiversary. it was at that moment i was like these guys might legitimately win at slammiversary and just rain terror on impact wrestling
0: yeah and and after tonight i agree with you i went in being like honor no more probably not gonna win at slammiversary but looking at who they're bringing in and looking at what's going on i'm just like "Ah, maybe maybe not the case maybe they have some plans for them maybe some stuff has changed Mm-hmm. So I I agree with you I I wasn't shocked to see them win the match because Aces and Eights they picked the two guys who were not you know very well known for their time in Aces and Eights they were they weren't known as big winners is what I uh-huh. should say so so for for Wes Briscoe to to lose the match and for Vincent to get the pin Vincent who's been antagonizing all of these former Impact stars for weeks to me that made sense especially. Uh, In the lead-in to slamversary, I think it made Vincent look good and makes Honor No More look strong. And Mm -hmm. the post-match kind of threw things back up in the air because D'Lo Brown is arguing with the ref after the match. Honor No More kind of surround him, those three guys, Eddie Edwards and Vincent and Kenny King. And Edward Edwards gets thrown out of the ring by D'Lo Brown. Uh, Kenny King throws hands with him. And then sky-high from D'Lo Brown. Crowd is loving it. They just dig it. And then he starts to tease doing the lowdown from the top rope. And I'm like, no, his old ass ain't going to the top.
1: You too old. Get down, Grandpa.
0: (laughs) I'm sure there are people in the back just being like, no, he ain't doing this. And then out come Matt Taven and and Mike Bennett. They beat him down. They get him off top rope. And then they start beating down D'Lo Brown. And then out come Motorcycle Machine Guns and and Kazarian. They do a triple super kick. They do a shell shock and a cradle shock and everyone's shocked. And then they're standing tall. So Honor No More are not standing tall at the end of the segment, but they do win the match. So again, everything's back up in the air in terms of their match at Slammiversary.
1: I'm scared. I'm scared because like the way Honor No More has been terrorizing, I I really think they're going to win. I think they're going to win at Slammiversary. And if everything you said is true and all of these people are leaving, like um, the Good Brothers, um, Jay White, that does leave like a heel void. So I can see it. And it's like that's gonna be poor Scott Demore. <laughs> poor Scott Demore. He's the person I always feel the most bad for in that company. He has a company, but they run a muck on him. Poor Scott Demore.
0: You don't have to worry about Scott Demore. He's out here punching other wrestlers, so he's fine. Don't you for worry now, about Scotty
1: for now. until they jump him,
0: <laughs> man. Uh, so let's let's get to the contract signing. This was the the main event segment. Eric Young and Josh Alexander. Eric Young's got violent by design. Eric Young looking dapper in his blackest of black suits. Mm. And Josh Alexander in his most impact red. Uh, So Scott DeMore is there. He's presiding. And he points out that this is the first time ever match for Eric Young, Josh Alexander. And then Eric Young is like, I don't give a damn about the history. I don't care about the celebration of impact. Uh, he, He doesn't care about anything but himself and the future and being world champion. And then Josh kind of runs down Eric and says, he can't believe that Eric doesn't care after being a big part of the last 20 years of Impact. Now, Cresta, I have said since we started this build that this is Impact's past and Impact's future having a excellent match that commemorates the 20 years and you know determines who is the future of Impact Wrestling. This segment, and we'll talk more about it in a second, really got me amped up for their title match did it do the same for you and are you still looking forward to it in the same way or is it a little different now
1: what really changed my gear for me because i i was originally going into it before two weeks ago three weeks ago originally going into Simon. virtually i was like okay Josh alexander about to beat up eric young because he just got the title there's no way even though eric young is violent this is a good measuring stick for him then they did that video package on Eric Young saying like, yo, I did everything you asked of me. And this is how you treat me. This is what I get in return. So of course I went crazy. And then that last week, I was like, okay. It was up in the air. And then tonight, I was like, wow. And I am a, I went from a Josh Alexander fan to a Josh Alexander stan. Cause he made a lot of good points. Like you did everything that they asked you to do. Yes. You left, got fired from where you went to, came back here and they still had a place for you. And this is how you're gonna act and say you don't care? I was like, oh, he is spitting. He's absolutely right. I understand being frustrated, but you can't crap on the title that you're trying to take from me. Like you didn't add to the legacy of this title. That's why you want it so much. I I really hope Josh Alexander wins because he literally I was moved by his promo, but I still think and I'm I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I want to say Eric Young could win, but I think by sheer force of will, <laughs> Josh Alexander would win, would keep it. I don't know. I'm more excited, but I'm still, I'm extra confused now.
0: They've got Josh Alexander as this like very classic babyface, mm-hmm. Very like, I'm here for Impact. I am the Impact guy. I love Impact with my heart and so He is the new heart and soul of Impact Wrestling. Sorry, Edward Edwards. It, it is now the Josh Alexander Uh, you know, moniker, which can be good or bad depending on how he takes it and how long they run with it. But for this match, it makes perfect sense because Eric Young is like, I don't care about people, I don't care about the people. Says Josh, you know, you're lying to these people that you're better than them. He doesn't care about the fans and their five star ratings and their opinions don't matter. At which point, I almost threw my notes out the window and said, We're not doing shows anymore, but here we are. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then you know, Eric is like, You're also afraid. Uh, uh josh is afraid of violent by design his family and that josh is just scared to be champion and i just i i really like that they're trying to play off this whole match as as future and not past but like kind of the present of impact is eric young or in some ways was and josh is the future and that's what he he even drops the the past uh himself josh alexander does so it talks about aj styles and abyss and samoa joe and mickey james and gail kim and awesome kong and motor city machine guns pardon my stutter says people who built their careers in impact and he should be naming eric young but he doesn't because he says that he would talk about showtime eric young and that showtime eric young will be disgusted with what this eric young has become that that really put it over the top for me
1: to me that like you said that classic baby face promo He gave me chills in the sense of way, like when Cody cuts his babyface promos, to me, that was the same thing. And he's like, You can't, you can't sit up here and say that this means nothing and you don't care about these people. Because the you who had this title, who helped build this title 20, 10, 15 years ago, would look at you be like, You're wild. I mean, I get Eric Young's frustration. It's gonna be a good match. And I can't wait. Because either way, that again is the moment. You know who wins? The
0: The fans? fans. Me well, much, yes. <laughs> much to Eric Young's chagrin, the fans. Yes, I mean too
1: bad, too bad, too bad, no, Eric Young. <laughs> now let's
0: not bury the lead because really the physicality that happens after the whole mm-hmm. the this Eric Young would be disgusted over what you've become. There's the table flip. They go face to face, and then Scott Demore takes a swing at Cody Deter, which I'm like, I came out of nowhere. Why would you do that? He's one of your guys. Too Can't close. Too close. He's a BP. <laughs> damn it. Young uses the flag on Scott Demore and uh, gets him out of the ring. Uh, Alexander gets planted by Cody Deaner, choked out by Eric Young, and then Doring unhooks the top ring rope, and then Eric Young cuts Josh Alexander with the turnbuckle hook, which I loved. It looked gnarly as hell. Tears up the ring. They expose the floorboards. By the way, apparently it takes 23 of those boards to go across the ring, so that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Little things you find out. And then Eric Young pile drives Josh Alexander onto the wood, and that's the end of the show. Alexander is, Josh Alexander's bleeding. He's a mess. He's been knocked out. He's he's run the gamut. He's been beat down by violent by design. This sold me further on how uh, um how heavy this match is going to be.
1: I will say objectively speaking, <clears throat> looking at the overall show as a wrestling fan, that ending visual 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Because even if you believed in Josh Alexander in the segment, that ending that ending shot was just like, he might not win, though. Oh, so good. Frustrating, yes, as someone who's biased, who wants Josh Alexander to win. And that's what they want you to feel. And it was like, it's frustrating to see him get his ass beat like that. But at the same time, that ending visual. If you do not or did not want to buy Slam Reversary, you did not want to watch it, this is the, this. was a good go-home show. This yeah. was a very good go-home show.
0: Hazel Garcia has got a super chat for us. It's Josh Alexander has gotten really good on the mic over the last year. I remember Ethan Page doing most of the talking when they were together. Really good go-home show and looking forward to Slammiversary this Sunday. I'm looking forward to it as well. It was a very good show. Let's talk about the Slammiversary card. Uh, first, Philly 76 with a super chat saying, everybody give a thumbs up and submit your super chats. I agree. Got a feeling some type of surprise we aren't expecting will happen on Sunday at Slammiversary. Go team Joe Star. Apparently that's just gonna stick now. I'm for our
1: name, Joe Star. <laughs> we are
0: all right. Hey, you know what? I, I appreciate it because it means that y'all are coming back and enjoying us, and we we enjoy it and we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us. This is great. Uh let's talk Slammiversary. We got a big card on Sunday. We're excited for it on the pre-show, the countdown to Slammiversary. It is the reverse battle royal and of course i'll give you this it was a, the first reverse battle was in 2006 it's been a long time they explained the rules tonight so that was nice who's going to win the reverse battle royal and why is it swinger
1: it's johnny swinger because a clown needs a big top and according to chat this matches a clown circus it is a show <laughs> and johnny singer and zicky dice would be great ringleaders um I don't really have a pick for this because I have no expectations going into this match. I am thoroughly expecting to be sports entertained. I'm expecting Clownery, maybe some good wrestling, Clownery. If PCO is there, Clownery,
0: <laughs> I'm ready is, for Clownery. Is is PC, PCO's in the honor no more tag. I think he is. I'm almost positive he is.
1: Is he a part of honor no more? Is he yes. just kind of like hanging out?
0: I know we talked about this last week. He is a part of Honor No More, but he continues to like escape Honor No More and team with people, like with W Morrissey that one random week. So he is. He's in the the tag match.
1: I listen. If you pick Zicky Dice and or Johnny Swinger, I'm gonna get on the Johnny Swinger train with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's. Let's do it, baby. Ziggy, baby. Let's do it, ziggy, baby.
0: Chat, <laughs> chat, when I talk about these matches, chat, get in on it. You can tell me who you think is going to win. I see Greg saying Scott Steiner. I'm kind of inclined to agree. I'm kind of inclined to. If he shows up, he's got to win. But they also didn't tell us if there's any stakes for the reverse battle royal. And that's something that kind of put me in the mood to be like, it can be anybody silly because there's no, no reason for this thing.
1: That's a good point. And impact is good for silly. I keep yeah, I can say I can say shit. This is good for silly shit.
0: <laughs> and and think about it, you get Scott Steiner to win this reverse battle royal on the free pre show on YouTube. People are gonna be like, oh, that's that's absurd. I gotta watch this stuff.
1: I could dig it sucker
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think he's showing up i think he's got other stuff going on uh rich swan the digital media champion defends against brian myers who currently has the physical title again countdown to slam anniversary rich swan versus brian myers who wins this match
1: i think rich Swan wins this match um i think matt cardona may or may not interfere. I, I don't think his injury is a work i think it's he's he's legit injured right
0: yeah, yeah, he's legit injured. He had surgery. There was a whole thing at the NWA pay-per-view mm-hmm. last weekend. It was not gonna get into it, but he's yeah, he's he's legit injured.
1: So I foresee Swan winning this, and Brian Myers still not giving him that chance. People
0: <laughs> in the chat are saying Rich Swan, and I I kind of agree with you. Rich Swan wins and Brian Myers keeps the physical title.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm not giving it to you. Oh, well, you got to beat my friend Matt, and that's going to be out for eight months, so good luck getting the title. <laughs> All
0: about it. Let's do it. Uh, we have the Honor No More versus Team Impact. Eddie Edwards, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, and Vincent. So there you go. Taking on Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, Frankie Kazarian, Nick Aldis, and one TBD partner. Who is the partner, and why is it James Storm?
1: Okay, so I was talking to my little brother about this, and he made a good point. 20 years an anniversary, you bring back Aces and eights. what
0: if it's Bully Ray? Oh, God, he was also just on that NWA pay-per-view. And the NWA is coming because you had Nick Aldis show up. Cresta, if you're right, I'm going to be upset. If Impact and the NWA are about to do a thing, I will be so upset.
1: It could be. It could be Bully Ray because hear me out. Hear me out now. Put on your tinfoil hats and hear me out here. Honor No More been running amok. Honor No More been doing Aces and the playbook, bar for bar, verbatim, line for line to quote Soldier Boy. Bully Ray comes back and says, you're not going to do that because you guys are being jerks. Surprise, Bully Ray takes over Honor No More and now he's a leader and being a freaking jerk. Thank you very much. For coming to my TED talk, <laughs> is that gonna happen? I don't know, but I what if it is Bully Ray? Landstorm, I think, is probably more likely, but what if? And I'm here for the chaos pick, so I'm going with Bully Ray. I'm here for the chaos.
0: <laughs> I don't think Bully Ray was ever a part of Ring of Honor actually maybe he was holy shit yes he was oh my god he was i forgot
1: bully ray had bully ray was out here working bully ray had jobs <laughs> yeah no
0: bully ray did do some stuff for ring of honor i completely forgot because of the whole flip gordon stuff uh i tried to block that out of my memory but that was a whole thing anyway yeah okay now it's possible now i'm upset and if it happens <laughs> don't blame me blame cresta cresta is going to take my clan my my clown crown of awful booking thank you for that take you it see off that my crystal mantle. ball
1: it was ordained. It was ordained, baby.
0: <laughs> oh dear. All right, what do we got in the chat? We got Honor No More as the winner. Samosa oh, yeah. Joe, Samosa Joe, Samoa Joe as the uh, tag team partner. Uh, Ayo saying that it's simple. James Storm does live in Tennessee, so it's easy for him to make the drive. Absolutely. Uh, Greg saying Honor No More. Alex Shelley turns on on uh, Team Impact. Interesting take uh probably storm james storm but would love it if it's davy richards i thought about davy richards because they have teamed before nick aldis and davy richards why not uh more samoa joe and then people saying they doubt that they would bring bubba back who knows he's an original
1: I've seen Jeff Jarrett be told he's never coming back to many a place. And where does Jeff Jarrett show up? To the same places they say. We... <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is like Eddie Kingston. He don't got no business being here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, I see Philly brought up Monty Brown. Now, Monty Brown is the subject of this week's Jeff Jarrett podcast. And Jeff Jarrett has this thing where he continues to, to manifest things by having his, his, his podcast. And then next week something happens. According to Impact, so Monty Brown could be the guy, and I'm all for that. People saying AJ Styles, I don't think it's gonna be AJ Styles. He's a little, no, a little WWE busy somewhere is. else.
1: No, yeah. WWE's not letting him go out.
0: That's Maybe why I wouldn't Jeff say
1: Her. it's Samoa Joe either, because I feel like right now Samoa Joe is really involved in Ring of Honor stuff, especially with Sanjay Dutt and um Jay Lethal. So that's the only reason why I would, I would like it to be Samoa Joe. That'd be iconic, but I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think.
0: No, I, I think you're right. As much as Samoa Joe would be a really cool mm-hmm. TNA original, um, you're right. There's, there's, it doesn't make as much sense because there's also no play out. That, that's the other thing, too. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen afterwards? Because they're going to tape in Nashville the two days after for the next few weeks of shows. So you got to have someone who's going to be around and someone who's going to be a part of whatever comes next for Honor No More and for the Team Impact originals. Um, so for me, it's still James Storm because he's, he's going to be around. And I think honor no more is going to win.
1: Yeah, I, I still think honor no more is going to win. I To me, that's the darkest timeline, but I see it happening. Nothing against the TNA originals, but that's what I see happening, especially after tonight. And I'm just, I'm ready to be frowny pants, but it's going to be a good match. That's something I can guarantee. It's going to be a good match. I just know honor no more is going to win.
0: Yeah, someone in the chat, Brian's bringing up. It could be Tommy Dreamer. It could be Tommy Dreamer. He he's been off TV for many reasons, and this mm-hmm. could be the chance to bring him back. Uh, he's also been promoting a lot more of what's going on and impact on his Twitter. So who knows? Uh, Moose versus Sammy Callahan in a Monsters Ball match. The first Monsters Ball match was back in two thousand and four. Monty Brown, Raven and Abyss had a match. Who wins Monsters Ball?
1: Now that I know the rules, I want to say Sammy Callahan. I really want to say Sammy Callahan. He thrives in awfulness. (laughs) But so does Moose, kind of. I want to say Sammy Callahan. But I also personally don't like Sammy Callahan, the wrestler. But I also don't like Moose. (laughs) So I don't know who to pick. I think it's going to be Sammy Callahan. Just because Sammy Callahan is grungy, dirty, and nothing against Moose, I think it'd be good for... Storyline-wise, Moose Descent into Madness, I think that makes a great, great storyline because Sammy Callahan is already crazy. So I think putting him in a situation to make him crazier, I think it'll make Moose a little sloppy and it'll continue that storyline. But Sammy Callahan, Sammy Callahan, Sammy Callahan, what do you think?
0: I think it's Sammy Callahan. This is his revenge. Uh, You could stretch it out another show, Mm -hmm. but this is Monster's Ball. It's supposed to be the... That's supposed. This is supposed to be it. This is supposed to blow off whatever feud this is. Uh, Let's see what the chat's saying. We've got uh <clears throat> Sam Callahan, Moose. Uh, Abyss approves this match. Absolutely, he does. Sam Callahan did just come back. He could use the win. Yeah. This could be like his big, his big win. But at the same time, Moose just lost the Impact Championship. Eh, it's been a couple months. So maybe, I don't know, this would be his second pay-per-view loss in a row. Not Impact Special, but pay-per-view loss. So that might not look good. But at the same time, I'd argue Sammy needs the boost more.
1: I don't think Moose loses stock here, because you're already on the losing hype train, so choo-choo! Oh, my upper register. I just hit puberty. I apologize. You too, eh? So so choo-choo, baby! Keep on the loser streak, because I don't think it makes Moose look any weaker, depending on what they go next with it. I like the whole idea of Moose, like, when Macklin was like, keep your head together, and he was going crazy, I would like to see a Moose Eddie Edwards kind of crazy. Like, I think that'd be interesting to see how that works and see how that goes. And I think Impact would do it right, so I would be interested to see how that goes. But Sammy Callahan's gonna beat the brakes off this man.
0: <laughs> I think I just realized who's gonna win that reverse battle royal. Uh Steve, can't
1: the- he's in that.
0: Steve Macklin's not on the card anywhere else.
1: To me, it would be foolish to put him on the pre show. That man is a draw. With his yeah, but,
0: right. but think about in A.W. how they do the the buy-in. It's usually with wrestlers mm. that are popular because you want people to buy the match or buy, buy the pay-per-view. And if Macklin is that guy, that might persuade some people. Then I don't know. Or, or they're just trying to kind of keep Macklin a little bit under the radar until after Slammiversary where he can come back, take out Josh Alexander, for example, and be like, you guys look past me even though. I was dominant for months and I beat the shit out of PCO, yada, yada, yada. But that's just what I'm kind of seeing and looking down the card.
1: I think that if there is, like you said, if there are stakes to the battle Royal, the reverse battle Royal, then yeah, I could see Macklin winning it. I just, I wonder if there's, if it's going to mean something, but you do make a good point. Like I've been beating up these guys for months. I was in that battle Royal and I beat everyone's ass. So maybe I don't, I don't, I don't see that for him. I don't see it i'm sorry i have to disagree with my tag team partner what's happening (laughs) no i
0: you know but that's the thing like i don't i i don't disagree Mm -hmm. with you either Mm -hmm. because with macklin it's just he's not on the card either Mm -hmm. you toss him on the card and he wins the one thing that he could win which is that reverse battle battle royal and then it could be like this was garbage i should have been in a higher profile match basically you throw him in and be like this sucks i deserve better Mm -hmm. or you keep him off the card completely and he shows up the next week on impact and says that was bullshit. I deserve better. Like it's the, the story is the either way. Macklin says I deserve better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So let's move on. Madison Rayne and Tenille dash would take on Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie. That is for the impact knockouts world tag team championships. Uh, listen, I it's up in the air. Do you see Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary winning those knockouts tag titles or are the influence going to retain? The
1: influence is going to die. That's what I feel like. <laughs> and I feel like if they win, it's because time to cheat. While Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie may not get along, they will get along to win something. That's something they will do. And no disrespect to Tenille Dashwood and Madison Reign, but Taya Valkyrie is one hell of a wrestler. And... I do not i d I I I don't I don't see it. I don't see it, Love. I don't see it, Love. I I think that um Ragnarok wins and then the story becomes so uh Havoc is coming back and uh Taya, you're gonna have to give up the title, and then Ty's gonna be like, but does Havoc have to come back here though? And I'm here for it.
0: <laughs> I kind of agree. I think I think Rosemary and Tyre win, and then the story becomes. Well, what about Havoc? Yeah, and the what about Raven? Be- yeah,
1: sorry. what about
0: Raven? What about Raven? And then they, they yeah, Madison Rayne and Teneal can move on to whatever's next. But uh, yeah, I just, I just want to see that. And and looking at the card, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how many titles are going to change hands, but if there's going to be one title changing hands, it's this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: World Tag Team Championships: The Briscoes take on Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson. Uh, to me, it feels pretty obvious. I don't know how you feel. Uh, do you see new tag champions or are we going to have a retaining Briscoe brothers?
1: I think the only way the good brothers win is if the good brothers are staying in impact. I yeah. think that the Briscoes are phenomenal phenomenal tag team. I think they will beat the piss out of the good brothers. I think even if the good brothers cheat, I think they would still lose. The only way is if they're staying in impact to me, that's the only way. Cause you don't beat the Briscoes. Or there has to be some real life hardcore shenanigans. Like, like who, like FTR wouldn't do that. Like a bunk show up or something real dumb. Something yeah. really dumb. Tamatang. And even then, even then, that would be play into the Briscoe's favor. So I I see the Briscoe's winning this. Like there has to be some real shenanigans at of foot.
0: on our first show we talked about this the briscoes winning the tag team championships uh, what was uh, the week before two weeks before Mm -hmm. at the time uh them going into slammiversary and dropping them didn't make sense yeah because the idea right now is that they are going to make the tag team championships for whoever wins them next and gallows and anderson are just they're not the guys unless like you say they're gonna stick around at impact which i don't foresee but we don't know so. It's that's up in the air, but I do think that the Briscoes would win regardless uh, of uh, whether or not Gallows and Anderson stick around. So, yeah, we'll move on. X Division Championship match. This did you know that the first Ultimate X match was in 2003? Did you know that two of those men are going to be wrestling on these 20th anniversary at the Slammiversary card? And that's Chris Sabin and Frankie Kazarian. And then my question is, it has
1: him. to be Sabin or Shelly or Kazarian, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> Do you know take a take a gander? This which number Ultimate X match is this? How many Ultimate X matches do you think there have been?
1: 25.
0: This is the 47th one. Damn, damn! <laughs> <laughs> this will be the 47th Ultimate X match in impact history. Dating all the way back to 2003. That's ridiculous. And it is a stacked one. Ace Austin's the champion. He's got Alex Zane, Jack Evans, Kenny King, Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel. One thing I really liked on BTI in that Laredo Kid match from earlier is Scott Demore was on uh, commentary with Tom Hannafin. And Hannafin was running down Ultimate X. And he asked, why Jack Evans? And and that's a pretty pretty mm-hmm. good question to ask. And Scott Demore was like, Jack Evans was a member of team Canada back in the day. And so was Scott Dumore. He was the coach. So Scott said, you they, are right. Yeah. So he says, Jack Evans has an open door to impact wrestling whenever he wants to come in and be put into a match like this. So I was like, Oh my God, that makes perfect sense. Let's let's just roll with it. So out of everyone in the field, Kenny King, Alex Zane, Jack Evans, Mike Bailey, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, who wins ultimate X.
1: That's going to be a good match. First and foremost, let me say that. That is going to be a really good match. It pains me to say (laughs) that it may be Ace Austin or even worse, Kenny King. (laughs)
0: Because
1: Honor No More said no one's having a good time. And we meant that. We meant that. And any match where there's an Honor No More person in, I'm thinking Honor No More is going out there to be number one jerk. Ace Austin just joined the Bullet Club and I know he's ready to do a reign of terror. I I can feel it in my bones. I feel it. <laughs> there, it I want to say Trey Miguel. He's so talented, but cheaters. Speedball Mike Bailey, talented, but cheaters. And these are people who are known to cheat. Um, Jack Evans is known to cheat, but he's on the outside here. I, who else am I missing? There's one more person I think I'm missing.
0: Uh, did you get Alex Zane?
1: I did not get Alex Zane. Alex Zane is also not a known cheater. <laughs>
0: That's true.
1: So I... Uh, I wanted to be Kenny Kane because chaos. But I think <laughs> it's going to be um, Ace Austin. Because LOL, he's lost the last couple ones he was in. This might be the charm. And he's got the full weight to cheat.
0: Ace Austin having just joined Bullet Club, there's a lot of momentum there. The only thing that really sucks for me about that is that Speedball is so good. And Mike Bailey is so close to having that moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I maybe it's not, not Ultimate X. Maybe that's not his night. They're gonna do it down the line. Like Speedball is gonna win that X Division championship. There's no question in my mind that it's gonna happen. But maybe it doesn't need to happen in this like mixed up gimmicky match known as ultimate x and i and i think that this match is going to open the card because it traditionally does for impact big shows with ultimate x like it's going to be a a, just a train planes and automobile crash yeah crazy but ace austin seems to be the guy and i think most of the chat's agreeing with this as well
1: yeah like i said the only other person i could see winning that is um mr kenny king and that's only because honor no more is like no one's having fun unless we have fun that's the only other person and i again i think everybody else in that match is deserving is absolutely deserving but we got a couple of cheaters
0: (laughs) uh let's move on to the queen of the this is a gimmick heavy show because it's the 20th anniversary and they're just getting all the gimmicks in and i love it it's a very impacty show uh It's the Queen of the Mountain match. First time ever for the Knockouts World Championship. Mickey James is at ringside as the enforcer. First time for her back since... uh, Oh, it's been a few months. Can't give you exact time. But anyway, Tasha Steeles is the champion. She's going to face off against Chelsea Green, Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, and Mia Yim. All former Knockouts champions. That's how you get into the match. Do you know the rules of Queen of the Mountain?
1: In this current moment, my brain escapes me. So please tell me. And for those who may not know cuz it's Let's not see
0: just if me. I get this right. If I get it wrong, I'm sure the comments will come for me. Okay. <laughs> Regular match with all these women in the ring, someone gets pinfall, then the person who gets the the, the person who is pinned goes to the penalty box. The person who gets the pin is then able to grab the championship which is I believe outside the ring and then grab a ladder and try and get the ladder up on top of the it's a reverse ladder match that go up the ladder and hook the 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 championship to the ring mm. to the, to the top of the to the ladder um it, it i it's so much easier when you remember these rules and I can't right now but either way that's pretty much it uh go go listen to Jeff Jarrett or Tom Hannafin explain it cuz i just did a very poor job either way it's a reverse ladder match with a penalty box involved and the penalty box is an opportunity for people to team up or to rest or to do whatever and it's just an opportunity for uh, for anyone to kind of have a breather or just not be part of the match while someone else has an advantage. Who wins the match?
1: Tasha steals. Because I think that puts her really on the map. It solidifies her championship. So wherever she goes from here on out is going to be okay. If she wins or loses, she did win the first Women's Queen of the Mountain match. I think Tasha Steele wins this 100%. And nobody comes out looking bad. I would like it to be Jordan Grace because she deserves everything plus 10 out of 10. I think Mia Yim winning would be fantastic since she just got back. But to take it off Tasha Steele's right now, I I feel like it becomes a, when your feet are to the cold, you can't hang. Like this is deep water for Tasha Steele's. This is deep water because all of these girls All of them have won the title before. But I think Tasha Steeles retains. And whoever cuts the push out of this, maybe wrestles Tasha Steeles and pins her later on. Maybe. But this is what she needs to really, I'm your champion. I'm definitely your champion.
0: Now, the Mickey James thing comes into play. I think Mickey is going to play more of a role on the Chelsea Green side, a.k.a. trying to stop her. But... Tasha, I, I see Ch- Tasha's going to retain and she's going to rub it in everyone's face and she's going to be a whole jerk about it. And I love it.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is
0: another statement win for Tasha Steeles who needs to continue making these statement wins to say, hey, I deserve to be the woman who is the top of this division, not Deanna Perrazzo, not Ty of Valkyrie, not anybody else, but it should be the mm-hmm. knockouts champion. It should be her. I agree. Tasha Steele should be the person to win this match. If they pivot away, I won't be upset, but I will be... I, I'll be a little perturbed. I would I think they could do better and they should be doing right by Tasha steals.
1: I agree so with go. that. I agree with that.
0: First King of the mountain match, by the way, June, 2004 with Jeff Jarrett, of course, Ron Killings, AKA our truth, AJ styles, Raven and Chris Harris. Ridiculous. Love it.
1: That sounds like it was a good match. I think after this, I'm going to watch this. I, that sounds like it was a good match. <laughs> well, watch
0: it. Very good match. They just talked about it on Jarrett's podcast too. Cause they just had the anniversary for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Main event, world championship match, Josh Alexander, the champ, against Eric Young. We kind of talked about it very quickly. Uh, Alexander or Eric Young, who wins the match?
1: I got to give it to my man, Josh Alexander. This is not by any means going to be an easy win. I'm expecting blood. I'm expecting interferences. I'm expecting Josh Alexander to persevere. If I'm putting back on my speculation station hat, it would be nice to see the odds even up by a returning Ethan Page just for one night, cause it is Slam Anniversary. That would be really nice, and it's not like he's involved in that North American European title, whatever they got going on with AEW. He got knocked out, so he he's free. He could come over and help his buddy. I think that would be fantastic. But that match is gonna be brutalist, Your Honor.
0: Yes, I agree. I think Josh Alexander retains i think vbd gets involved someone's gonna have to come to the aid of josh alexander mm-hmm. it could be motor city machine guns who knows um but either way i'm looking forward to what happens afterwards with steve macklin and maybe josh alexander uh that's what i got i think most people are saying alexander retains as well mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be a good show on sunday and by the way don't forget there is going to be a post show on fightful with denise alcedo and steven jensen they'll be here breaking down slam after the show there's so much going on this weekend. We talked about it earlier. Tomorrow night, we got AEW Rampage and SmackDown review we'll with Sean and with uh, Kate Elizabeth. And then on Saturday, we got Grab City in the afternoon. And then we got Triple Mania, uh, the post show with Denise Salcedo and Carlos Toro. Check that out. And then, like we said, the anniversary post show. Stuff every day. We're dropping stuff every day. And by the way, every day, there's stuff dropping over at Fightful Overbooked. That is our Ocho. That is our ESPN2, that is our everywhere channel. We're live streaming now on Twitch. If you haven't already, go and follow us at twitch.tv slash gaming. We're doing stuff there all the time. Speaking of Twitch, Cresta the Star, tell them where they can find you. Tell them about everything you got Speaking going
1: on. Speaking of Twitch, you can find me on twitch.tv slash tick TikTok at Cresta star Reacts, or Cresta Star if you want to see non-wrestling content. Twitter. At the bottom, crested V star with two R's, like a pirate. And um, anywhere on—well, let me not say anywhere on the top of my Twitter link bio. There's a link tree that has all of my socials. You can follow me there. I would love to talk wrestling with you. But also, Joel, where the, can they find you? Where can they be like Joel Pearl is that guy?
0: I am an easy person to find. I am at Joel Pearl J O E L P E A R L. Anywhere you look, I'll probably be there. This was a great show. We appreciate all of our friends and uh, everyone watching us and hanging out with us and donating their super chats and their time. We'll be back again next week talking impact wrestling. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We will see you in the next one. Have a good night. Cheers.
1: Bye.